Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. Thank you for being here with us on this Monday. We've got a big mandate showdown over vaccines here in New York City. Police, fire, sanitation workers, thousands and thousands refusing to get the shot, calling out sick in many cases. It's going to play out this week in New York's, uh, in America's largest city. We'll come back to that story in a bit. Plus, Clay and I want to dive into Colin Kaepernick's latest Netflix special. This is, you've just got to see it, to, or hear it at least, to understand the gravity of the insanity on display. But we are down to the wire here for the Virginia governor's race. Tomorrow is, as we know, the day. So we're looking here at uh, at a... McAuliffe versus Youngkin throwdown that the whole country is watching because at the heart of it, it's not just the state of Virginia in play, but parents fighting back against the madness of CRT and wanting a greater say in their children's education, which is a nationwide issue. Ned Ryan joins us now. He's the founder and CEO of American Majority and Voter Gravity. He is a Virginia native. He's in Loudoun County. He knows this issue backwards and forwards. Ned, thanks for being with us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good to be with you guys. And, and Buck, you're right. This Tomorrow is going to be pretty telling as to where we go moving forward, not only in Virginia, but I think even on a national level. Uh, I think that uh, if Youngkin wins, and I'm pretty optimistic that he will, uh, as well as others that are on the statewide, even in the House of Delegates, I think it has a, an, an impact on what's going on in D.C. in regards to some of the crazy Democrat ideas on spending and I think it puts a real pause on that. And I think you might even see some retirements uh, among Democrat House incumbents uh, who might want to uh, check out and not have to face the voters in 2022. So, no, Virginia is going to have not only the elections are not only going to have an impact on the state, but I think the national debate as well. Ned, what are the numbers showing us right now, though, for how much the education <clears throat> issue is at the Massive. forefront here and why Youngkin is so far ahead? 
No, I mean, this is the one thing, Buck, 60-some percent of the voters said their number one issue in this election is education, and it's not to give the teachers more money or to put more funding into our school system. It's to say, stop using our schools as indoctrination centers, stop doing CRT, stop pushing transgenderism, you know, start teaching advanced courses. This is the interesting thing, Buck, and I know I've said this to you before, but I'll say it again. There are a lot of people that are upset about CRT here in Virginia, but where you get 70% of Democrats and independents is on the issue of we want, they want us they want the schools to start teaching advanced math courses and other advanced courses again and Glenn Glenn Youngkin has been very clear on this front when he is elected governor that will be one of the things he does on day 1 is to reinstate advanced math courses and other things because a lot of parents regardless of party affiliation are saying you're you're ruining my child my child's future by not giving them advanced courses. So there's a lot of different things at stake here, but Glenn Youngkin, this kind of fell into his lap a little bit, Buck. He has embraced it. He has run with it. But I think even more importantly, he's kind of laid out a playbook, if Republicans are smart, for the midterms in 2022 to say, hey, let's side with the parents, kind of a common sense no-brainer. Let's side with the parents and say, hey, we're going to be your advocates in the face of the left and the teachers' unions and say parents have a right to decide what their, their kids are being taught inside the school system. Ned, I was at one of these school board meetings in Williamson County where I live that's very similar to Loudoun County, and I could feel the energy moving, and now it may well animate the difference in the Virginia uh, election here if Youngkin wins. How long-lasting do you think the motivation of an education-focused agenda can be electorally you mentioned 2022 is this something that carries into 2024 election how long does this go uh i will say at least through the midterms but i would say probably through the next presidential at a minimum i mean it's a fundamental issue right parents are saying you know here in loudon and again i know there's bigger school districts but we put a billion and a half dollars annually into our school system and parents are just standing up and saying hey it's deeply insulting and offensive for you to say we're going to teach your children things you don't agree with using your billion and a half dollars, and you can just basically sit down and shut up. I mean, it's a fundamental issue. What, what right do parents have in educating their children? They have every right. We're not co-raising our children with the government. We've basically said we've made you stewards of not only the money, but our children. Now teach them the things that they need to be successful in life. So not only through the midterms, but I do think, Clay, that it'll be an issue in 2024. The, the amazing thing, though, going back to Virginia in these elections, people have been focused on Youngkin. I think if Youngkin, and again, Trafalgar came out with him up 2.3 today, and I think uh, that's probably about right, two to three points, I think is where I see Youngkin, hopefully, fingers crossed, winning tomorrow. But then you get Winsome Sears, who's lieutenant governor. I think that will pull Miares across AG. But even more importantly, because we've been focused with American Majority Action on delegate races, I would not be surprised if we are able to flip the House of Delegates, which is huge. We need to flip six seats and maybe get even more than six, but we'll see. Ned, it is fascinating because you don't have very many of these elections happening in this year. Virginia, Joe Biden won by 10 points. What you're talking about is a potential 13, 12 to 13 point swing in electoral support. How much could that translate forward in 22 and 24? Or is Youngkin just the right candidate at the right time? In other words, is is he the cause or is he just following the trend lines? And in theory, there could be a lot more Virginias out there where suddenly electoral math changes some. Because the 13-point swing in one year would be pretty seismic. He, he He's following the trend lines, Clay. I mean, this is something that... 
let's face it, fell into his lap, in which there was a movement already percolating, started to explode onto the surface. Once he won the nomination, he embraced it. But this isn't something that originated with Glenn Youngkin here in Virginia. I mean, this is a truly grass, and you've seen this in Tennessee, this is truly a grassroots movement that has exploded from the grassroots, from concerned parents, and it's percolating and it's rising from the ground up. So the, the thing that people would be smart to do is what Glenn Youngkin has done. Embrace the issue and say, I'm actually going to be advocating for parents' rights. And so the, the thing that I hope, and I think it's such a no-brainer common sense, it's hard for, the, hard for me to, to accept the fact that they might not do it. But Republicans, you can always bank on them kind of being stupid. But hopefully they embrace this in 2022 and say, we're going to ride this. The, the thing I'll remind listeners is this. The first midterm for the party that's in the White House is usually pretty devastating. The party that's out of power in the White House typically wins 28 seats in the House and four in the Senate since World War II on average. I think we're looking at even more significant numbers if Republicans will embrace this trend, embrace it, and push hard on it. You could see a lot more, and then you add in redistricting, anywhere from six to 13 more seats in the House for Republicans. 2022 could be pretty significant and set the tone for 2024. We're speaking to Ned Ryan, founder and CEO of American Majority and uh, author of The Adversaries, by the way. Great book. Go pick up your copy. Ned, uh, you know, this is a race that, as Clay and I have been focusing in on it for weeks now, uh, it's clearly going to have implications for, I mean, for, of course, the, the midterms, the political year we're entering here, but just for the rest of the country when it comes to CRT, it does seem like at some level there is a degree of desperation from the McAuliffe camp, and they are focusing in on somebody who is definitely not actually in the governor's race. Let's hear just a montage put out by the Youngkin campaign for a second. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump. That goes on for a full minute. It's just all the times in recent weeks. McAuliffe has brought up the former president. I mean, this it seems so desperate. Ned, you watch the numbers. You know, the Virginia political landscape as well as literally anyone I know. Is that actually gaining him any traction? Is this just kind of a pathetic? They got they got nothing left. So they're throwing the the Trump card out there as if that's going to to cost Yunk in the election. What do you see here? But 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 even then, Buck, first of all, they have nothing. Uh, But even more so, even doubling down on Trump, I would remind people, a Rasmussen poll in September nationally, but also was reflected in Virginia, independence by 20 points moved towards Trump and said if we were to have the 2020 elections again, by 20 points, independence would vote for Trump over Biden. So them going after Trump here in Virginia, it it, it might even help Youngkin with independence because they've moved so strongly in the Trump direction from even last fall. And that's the amazing thing to me. I mean, as Clay mentioned, Biden won this state by 10 points, but you look under the surface, independents have moved dramatically towards Republicans, and the mid-propensity voters have gained. We've gone from 8 to 18 favoring Republicans. Low-propensity have moved 19 points in Republicans' favor just since last November here in Virginia. So for, for the McAuliffe campaign to be going Trump, 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 it actually is probably helping Youngkin because he's Trump is actually pretty popular with a lot of yeah. independent voters. We also have Terry McAuliffe out there talking about what he says is the racist dog whistle. That though That's his term of parents who want to have greater input into what their children are being taught, including in places like Loudoun, which is your county and where this right. where this rebellion against CRT really got going. Is it, is it fair to say, Ned? I mean, if there's a big and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because who knows. But if there's a big wing tomorrow for Youngkin. 
Is it in no small part due to parents who in Virginia and other places across the country got this parental revolution, if you will, going against the leftist apparatus of indoctrination? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the irony in all of this book is because of the COVID, the absurd COVID lockdowns, parents were actually kind of awakened to the fact of what was going on in the schools by watching what their kids were learning online and seeing the videos and going, wait a minute, we didn't sign up for this. So if there was a silver lining to the COVID lockdowns, it was that it woke parents up to going, hey, this is even, this is terrible. I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to see them indoctrinated with this. The amazing part, and I'll repeat this again, when the DOJ and the FBI is saying that they are targeting school board meetings, they're not simply targeting Republicans. There are Democrats. There are independents. There are whites. There are blacks. There are men. There are women. There are eight, there, everybody is there, and almost to the same, 70% of them, I guess, especially on the you know, advanced courses, are saying, we do not want this. You have to listen to us. And the arrogant Loudoun County School Board is basically telling us to shut up. And again, it's being replayed in many, many different school boards across the country. This is not a Republican issue. I want to stress this. This is Democrat, Independent, and Republican saying we want our children to get the best learning possible. Advanced courses are not racist. They actually give our children a chance to succeed in the future. And Democrats to their own damage, are going to keep pushing this and saying this is somehow a racist dog whistle because they're going to be going after some of their own voters. You mentioned this at the beginning of the interview, and I just want to circle back on it again. Let's say that Youngkin wins. Mm -hmm. What does this do to the Biden agenda, and how do Democrats try to respond? Uh, And by the Biden agenda, of course, I mean the infrastructure and the uh, 1.5 or 1.75 trillion that's pending out there. Does that lose momentum, and how do Democrats respond to what would be a devastating defeat? No, I think, Clay, this is why they were pushing so hard. I mean, they were pushing so hard in the last week or two because they realized the closer they got to the Virginia elections, this is going to be a bellwether. Are we, you know, are the the voters going to punish us? That's why they were pushing so hard. Nothing's going to happen, obviously, on a vote between now and tomorrow. There are going to be results. And then the Democrats, and I think we will have significant success here in Virginia, are going to have to go back and say, what do we actually think we can accomplish between now and the end of the year? I think it will be significantly less than what they'd hoped for. It'll be a much pared down spending bill. We'll see about infrastructure. And again, like I mentioned earlier, I think you're going to see some incumbent Democrats say, you know what? I think I'm going to announce my retirement and I'm not running for reelection in 2022 because it's already going to be a brutal year. And I think it's going to get even more brutal after we see tomorrow night's results. Ned Ryan, everybody author of The Adversaries, founder of American Majority, and our man in Virginia. Ned, always appreciate it, man. We'll hopefully be uh, talking to you about some celebratory moods for Youngkin soon. We'll see. Fingers crossed. And everyone get out there and vote. Ned, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. We've actually got McAuliffe with one of his smears, Clay. I had them pull that audio. you got to hear it to believe. I can't wait. We'll play it. And then there's the the Colin Kaepernick situation. I mean... (laughs) I almost don't want to tell you what he's saying because I want you to hear it before and then and then Clay and I can break it down for you. But that this guy's been held up as a hero by the left is it's honestly just appalling and and idiotic, in my opinion. One of the many things we talk about when it comes to gold is protection. Protection is important both for your savings and your IRA. And then there's the consistency that comes from owning gold that does not come from the more volatile type of investments. Cryptocurrency, for instance, there's a great satisfaction that comes from buying and taking possession of your gold. When gold gets delivered at your home, it's a wonderfully different experience. The Oxford Gold Group is the company I've worked with to not only buy gold, but also take possession of it. 
Doing this is not complicated. It's easy to do, actually, with the help of my friends at the Oxford Gold Group. That's who you call. They'll explain everything to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA, it is just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-GOLD. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go download podcasts. Make sure you don't miss a minute of the program. Going to have Tucker Carlson joining us at the top of the third hour of the program here a little bit over 30 minutes from now. We'll be hanging out with him. But we're talking a lot about tomorrow's Virginia uh, election for governor and what is going to happen in Glenn Youngkin versus Terry McAuliffe and what the impact should be. And this happened after we went off the air Friday. But you saw the Lincoln Project, Buck, taking credit, and credit is in quotation marks, for attempting to uh, do like some sort of sham Charlottesville reference protest and connecting they, it with They Glenn had guys Yankin. dressed up as the Tiki Torch yes. morons 
and pretending like there were white nationalists in support of Youngkin, and it looked so absurd and out of place. And there was also there was an African-American member yes. of this group of individuals who were the white nationalist tiki torch carriers. And it was meant to be a smear. I think they just got caught with the false flag, honestly. I think that they that the fact that it was incompetent doesn't mean that the intent wasn't of the, the nastiest and most underhanded kind. Which ties in with what Glenn Youngkin is trying to do. It It is incredible desperation down the stretch. And if you ever wonder whether a candidate is leading or trailing in his own polls, a lot of times the desperate antics and actions can give you a clue. Here is Terry McAuliffe trying to drum up all the racial resentment he can in the state. Listen to this. People were very happy that I vetoed the bill, that literally parents could take books out of the curriculum. You know, I love Billy and Jack McCall of my parents, but they should not have been picking my math or science book. We have experts who actually do that. And look what happened. He is closing his campaign on banning books. It's created a controversy all over the country. He wants to ban Toni Morrison's book, Beloved. So he's going after one of the most preeminent African-American female writers in American history, won the Nobel Prize as Presidential Medal of Freedom, and he wants her books banned. Now, of all the hundreds of books you could look at, why did you take the one black female author? Why did you do it? He's ending his campaign on a racist dog whistle, just like he started the campaign when he talks about election integrity. Clay, this this is there, there's so much here that's not true and that just shows you what a slimy fraud Terry McAuliffe is, which is not surprising anyone who listens to this show. But here's the first of all, no one's saying they don't want algebra two taught in schools. <laughs> they, you know, the, the, the whole thing of, oh, they're going to teach math. It's CRT. We all know it's CRT. And Glenn Youngkin is not banning any one book or another. He wants parents to have input. And Terry McAuliffe is hemorrhaging in the polls because he basically is like, no, parents, you're a bunch of morons. Let the school district make all the decisions for you, including the transgender bathroom policy, by the way. Which is a disaster. And we should share this. We've tried to hit you with some of the details on the uh, gambling markets. Republicans now oversee substantial favorites to win. So the people who are putting their money down, uh, Republicans are minus 190, uh, Democrats plus 145 in that governor's race. So big dollar movement coming. Texas Superfood, folks. Look, I I needed to be taking more Texas Superfood. I'm telling you, you got to be taking this every day. Dr. Dennis Black started Texas Superfood 20 years ago. You got to build your body's defenses from the inside out. In fact, I'm going to make sure I get some sent to me tomorrow because I got to get my immune system up and firing, especially as we go into this winter season. It's 55 vine ripened fruits and vegetables plus probiotic and digestive enzymes to build your body's defense from the inside out. I mean, this is just the wisdom you know is there. Your grandma probably told you, eat your fruits and veggies. But we all miss out, right? I missed out. I paid the price. That's why you need Texas Superfoods. Trust me on this one. If you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and veggies, Texas Superfood was made for you. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash buck or call 855-TEXAS-55. That's 855-TEXAS-55. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. It is the chant heard in some parts around America these days, including allegedly on a Southwest Airlines flight that led a lot of blue check journos over the weekend to lose their minds. Oh, my gosh, I'm 
I'm unsafe, they were saying. They always go to the safety argument. You know, you say something a lib doesn't like. Their first thing is now, well, your speech, your thought that bothers me is violence. Therefore, I am justified in calling for the force of the state to have consequences against you, perhaps even the force of the state up to and including the use of violence to silence you. Never forget that part of the argument. They have completely abandoned any pretense of the First Amendment as a cultural and political phenomenon beyond just the basic protection given from government reach into your speech. Although, as we know, that's not even sacrosanct. The First Amendment was horrifically abused when it comes to the lockdowns and the way that we weren't allowed to go to church, we weren't allowed to gather outside even. They would lock you up for that, lock you up for protesting lockdowns. Sometimes, though, the left has a very different feeling about you saying something on company time, in company uniform, while being paid, right? Now, the Southwest pilot, they obviously want him fired. They want him ruined, never able to work again. There are hundreds and hundreds of flights American Airlines flights canceled over the weekend. So we know there's still something unresolved here, but that has more to do with the vaccine mandates than what we're talking about right now, which is a Joe Biden issue. There are people who think the Biden administration, although it ties into mandates, obviously, the Biden administration is flailing. Joe Biden is a preposterous uh, president, really a Trojan horse of a president. People are recognizing this increasingly as it goes along. Those who are open to having their minds changed are changing their minds about this president. And yet speech is allowable sometimes on the clock, not others. The Southwest Airlines pilot, again, we don't even know if he said it. He might have said, let's go Braves or who knows. But it was reported on by the Associated Press that he did say it. That's a big problem. But Colin Kaepernick, you will recall, he of the wearing socks with police pigs on them infamy. Uh, The media was always very much in his corner. And defending him. And this was about justice. I mean, it was really about hating cops. And actually, more than that, it was about Colin Kaepernick turning himself into a civil rights hero where he was actually just going to make more money as the as the downslope of his professional football career had arrived. He was going to make more money as some kind of an icon. And he has. So, yeah, he's so brave, so brave, stunning and brave. Here he is in a new Netflix special. I mean, and we're not saying making an illusion or or making a direct comparison. You can hear it in the audio. The visual's even worse. This was in the actual Netflix special comparing the NFL draft to a slave auction. Play it. What they don't want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pride, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. From the NFL draft, visually, you can kind of hear it in there, to a slave auction in a Netflix special, one of the both ugliest and craziest things I've seen in a mainstream media outlet in, in, a, in a long time. It, it is an insult to anyone with a functional brain to say in any way 
the NFL Combine, which is where everybody goes to work out as a measuring stick, white, black, Asian, and Hispanic, all football players. It's an incredible honor to be invited to the Combine. Guys oftentimes beg for Combine invites because they are effectively job interviews. And they're job interviews for jobs that will pay you millions of dollars. And going to the Combine is voluntary. Everyone just about who gets a Combine invite goes because these guys at 22 years old are going to make more money for a few years of football than many people will make in their entire careers of working. And so the idea that you would equate slavery with probably the highest earning 22-year-olds almost anywhere in the world in the NFL and the fact that you've probably seen the video, the picture that went viral, Tom Brady standing there shirtless in his underwear while they manage uh, and, and check all the different sizes. Everyone is treated the same, and it's voluntary. And you mentioned that the pig socks for Colin Kaepernick. The analogy is, is amazing to even unpack further, Buck, because remember the day that he started his protest, he showed up in the postgame press conference in a Fidel Castro shirt. He has praised Fidel Castro and Cuba, he has said that police, he didn't just wear pig socks, Buck, he said police are modern-day slave catchers, direct quotes. This is a Netflix special. It's written. It's not like somebody just goes on television or radio and says something dumb. This is a written script. And remember, Kaepernick has spent the past several years criticizing the NFL for not allowing him to play. So he is begging for the NFL to treat him like a slave, Colin Kaepernick, I want to be straightforward and honest and as transparent as I can be with everybody out there listening right now, is an imbecile. And anyone who is supporting Colin Kaepernick in any way, and that includes Nike, Netflix, all these woke corporations that have paid him tens of millions of dollars, should be ashamed of themselves. And even the Blue Check Brigade out there that has tried to defend Colin Kaepernick, I want to build on that Southwest analogy that we started a little bit earlier. They want, right now, a Southwest Airlines pilot fired for uttering potentially let's go Brandon, although he could have been saying let's go Braves. In uniform at work, they say that is unacceptable. They have spent five years, Buck, telling us that Colin Kaepernick making political comments in uniform at work, it is shameful for the NFL to not want that to occur. They've been telling us all that it's shameful for the NFL to want players to stand for the national anthem, yet they want an airline pilot fired. And can we also just be clear that when you're talking about NFL players kneeling during the anthem, that really does upset and seems to represent people that are making decisions, right? When, when you have the players in the league doing that, people yes. are going to react to that. One pilot is not representative of Southwest Airlines. I mean, just the notion that we're comparing yes. these things, there were lots of players taking knees in the NFL yes. during the anthem. Which uh, which people find highly disrespectful. I mean, even yes. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, ultra liberal, was like that is moronic and disrespectful to this country to do. Yes, it's not the time for that. It's like you know burning an American flag at someone's funeral. Like okay, you can do it maybe legally, although there's a whole other conversation to be had about that. But that doesn't mean that it's anything other than disgusting, idiotic, and really just selfish. And that's what you get with someone like Colin Kaepernick. He's selfish, but pretends to be about others, which is. Honestly, a, a, a plague within the left these days. They act like they're big heroes when all they're actually doing. You see this with the climate change conference going on right now. Clay, how many people can arrive in private jets at a climate <laughs> change conference yeah. 
to worship at the feet of an 18-year-old who didn't even go to high school and knows nothing about science as though she's some kind of high priestess of climate change before we realize these people are unserious on this issue and should be mocked and ridiculed like Biden. And hypocrites like Colin Kaepernick because they are not able to even consistently make an argument, Buck, even when it's written, vetted, and part of the script, they end up with this absolute stupidity. In the meantime, November 1st, for a lot of people out there, you know what that means? It's the start of the holiday season. Lots of different music. I saw Mariah Carey celebrating all I want for Christmas season. It's when she makes a ton of money. It's when a lot of us spend a lot of money. It's the holiday season, and Tommy John wants you to know it's also softness seasons. While you work on your holiday to-do list, try to go easy on yourself and start with a new pair of Tommy John men's underwear. When you start your day wearing Tommy John, you're not, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Tommy John men's underwear, breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric, four times the stretch of competing brands, and an incredible level of comfort. We wear it, you'll love it, you'll be glad that you did it. That's why... Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Over 200,000 of us out there. Plus, it's a money-back guarantee. Best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free. You got nothing to risk here. Buck, how do they get their own? I'm wearing my Tommy John t-shirt right now. I love this gear. In fact, I'm going to get more this week. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Buck. That's TommyJohn.com slash Buck for a great 20% off deal Go to this website, get yourself hooked up today. They got great men's gear, women's gear, the most comfortable clothing I own. Tommyjohn.com slash buck. See site for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on road. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? 
and I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're going to be joined by Tucker Carlson, top of the next hour, to talk about his newest Fox Nation documentary, looking at the January 6th incident at the Capitol and everything that has happened since then, a deep dive into how many of those who have been arrested have been treated. Should be a fascinating conversation. We are continuing to talk about the insanity of much of the Biden administration. We got some poll numbers, by the way. This is from NBC that came out over the weekend in terms of where people do and do not trust Biden. And it ain't good numbers, not surprisingly for the Republicans. But it's not only American media that are noticing what is going on. We got people all around the world seeing Joe Biden and kind of throwing up their hands and saying, what in the world is taking place here? And Sky News host Rita Panahai uh, had a uh, pretty good uh, take. Listen to this. This man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl of soup, not access to the nuclear codes. (laughs) The man is in need of a lie down, a a pudding, time with his grandchildren. He has no business being in the White House. It's true, Clay. You know it. I know it. Everybody listening to us now across the country knows it. He's President Sippy Cup, and it's just reckless that this is what the Democrats did. But it was all very clear why they did this. They have a radical left-wing agenda. The American people don't like it, so they have to present it as something other than that which it is. The problem that Republicans run into in politics is that they sometimes you know, lack the ability to follow through on their own convictions. They fight with themselves. Democrats have to actually hide what they want to do from the American people, right? Republicans can't always get it across the goal line, but Democrats pretend that they are a party that is moderate. Joe Biden was central to this lie. He was. The term we kept, I mean, did you use this? I'm sure you did during in the run-up to the election. Trojan horse. He is the Trojan horse president for a radical left agenda of socialism, authoritarianism in the era of covid and pushing the country further and further left. That's what he's doing, and he's doing it while he's muttering into his applesauce in front of us all the time. It's weird. Weekend at Bernie's president. They dragged him across the finish line. Old school 1980s movie about a guy who was dead that they pretended was still alive. Have you seen it, by the way? It doesn't hold up very well. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen it in recent time. Uh, Biden certainly isn't holding up very well either. Earlier today, you probably saw the clips already, too, Buck, at this climate change conference. It looked like Biden fell asleep during some of the opening uh, remarks being made. And uh, look, there are a lot of people who, uh, when they travel, get tired and everything else. I will point out, and there's been hardly any criticism of this, but Biden said that he hadn't had time to get to the border Yet he's got six days to go to Europe and meet the Pope and go to the climate change conference and all these things. Kind of easy to go to the border in theory and be back in your uh, home at the White House or back at Delaware where you're spending all your free time in the same day. Uh, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that argument and the fact that it's not being pointed out on a regular basis. Plus, Buck, there's all sorts of reports about a disastrous meeting with the Pope and why it took so long. 
And all of it ultimately boils down to Joe Biden's own incompetence. And that's why we were just talking earlier this hour about the impact of the Virginia race. I think it could change things in a big way. And I think that's why they put the artificial deadline in place of October 31st, because they wanted to get everybody on the record voting for infrastructure and also getting the votes in on the Biden agenda as it pertains to the budget. Because I think there's going to be a lot of people running for the hills if Glenn Young can wins. And I had Dub doing research. And these odds have swung in a big way where Glenn Youngkin is now the favorite. We need everybody listening to us in Virginia to go vote. But this would be a earth-shattering result, I really do believe, in year one of the Biden administration. Yeah, you mentioned what Biden has time for and what the focus is. And I do think, I worry that we, the reasonable, we, the reality-based, are becoming numb to how insane the climate change stuff actually yes. is and, and how crazy these people... When I say these people, yeah, there's Greta Thunberg, which... I mean, this is like a it's like a primitive religion from, a, you know, millennia ago where they're worshiping some child God. It was absurd. I mean, from the very yes. beginning, Anderson Cooper at CNN, such a serious journalist, having Greta Thunberg on at the time, Clay, she was a 16 year old girl who knew nothing about anything. But yes. she kind of looks the part of some kind of a prophet of the a child prophet of the future. It was bizarre. Joe Biden is at this cop 26 climate change conference right now and you know if, if you're somebody who is part of the climate change religion you obviously think this is super important tons of private jets lined up of course everyone's oh, of flying course. in their private yes. jets just remember everyone each time they do that they're basically using more co2 than you and your family will use in an entire year but they're important so it's very very different um they're in glasgow scotland for this right now unfortunately just a little side note here. People think of Scotland as like the land of Braveheart, my all-time favorite movie, and freedom and liberty. It's actually the land of really bad weather, lots of rain, and tons of socialism. So just be aware that the politics of Scotland are quite left-wing. Um, but he said, I'm trying to find the exact quote, a Biden saying stuff like uh, they're ravaging the world. The climate yeah. change is ravaging the world. This is a, this is a religious belief with no with no credibility for the factual. None. We've talked about this before on the show, Buck. I lose no. There, there are some debates out there where I'm like, okay, well, they've got an argument that I really care about. I legitimately do not worry about climate change in any way at all. I lose no sleep over the idea of climate change. Uh, and I think the vast majority of people are like me. Can I just and, give you? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's I, crazy. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. I just to say. Here's a quote from this conference where, remember, the president, this isn't just yes. some, the President Joe Biden flew here. He's, get, you know, he's made his comments. Greta Thunberg is leading a protest. It's, the whole thing is so weird. Here's a quote from one of the, you know, big participants. Uh, sea level rise has doubled from 30 years ago. Oceans are hotter than ever. Parts of the Amazon, I mean, this is the same crap we've been hearing for, for 30 years. When, when are they going to give it? The answer is never. This is a religion. I mean, remember AOC said in 12 years the world was basically going to end. People I think that was two years completely ago. Completely out of their minds. We are excited to be bringing you Tucker Carlson. You all know him from Fox News. Clay and I do a show sometimes as guests. Great guy, uh, leader of the conservative media movement these days, doing a lot of really good work on specifically the so called insurrection, the fake coup. And what's happening to the people who are being held as so-called participants or participants in the so-called coup? Clay, we're going to dive into it with Tucker Carlson in a couple minutes here. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you're hanging with us. And we'll continue to give the latest on this Virginia election. 
and continue to point out all the absurdity as we get more info on the Southwest Airlines. Let's go, Brandon Incident. Third hour next. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.